You're listening to the Stephen R. Else Podcast, episode number 18, How to Survive the Zombie Apocalypse in Five Easy Steps. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stephen R. Else Podcast, the podcast that reads The Walking Dead not for entertainment, but as an apocalyptic construction manual. I'm your host and they call me Stephen. So, hey, please feel free to do the same. All right, so uh, Christmas has come and gone, and 2019 is racing toward us like the Flash after his third cup of coffee. And you know what? Not ready. Not ready for it at all. I mean, really? 2019? That means 2020 is just around the corner. Think about that for a second. 2020. You know, when I was a kid growing up in the late 70s, early 80s, the idea of there even being a year 2020 was just just straight up fantasy. I mean, where are the flying cars? Back to the Future promised us flying cars by 2015. It's almost 2019. Where the crap are the flying cars? To be honest with you, though, uh, I'm actually relieved that we don't have, you know, flying cars. I mean, can you imagine that? Think of the roads. Think of the roads right now. Just imagine yourself out there on the highway driving and then think about all the idiots that are out there with you. I mean, do you really want to be in the sky with all that? I don't. I'll tell you what, though. I was really looking forward to the self-drying jacket. I really was. Your jacket is now dry. I was. I want that so bad. But seriously, uh, we did have a really great Christmas this year at the Or Else House. Everybody got stuff, even me. I got a pair of Bigfoot slippers that are quite sweet. Back when I was a kid, I remember my brothers and I each got bear slippers for Christmas. These big brown furry slippers with claws on the toes. Same thing except for toes instead of claws. They're, they're pretty darn awesome. We also had a wedding on Christmas. Not me, but my stepdaughter, Abby, married her man friend, Nick, finally. And they had the ceremony at our house. It was a nice, short, casual ceremony. And I am, I'm just, I'm ecstatic for the two of them. I mean, they've been together for a while. They've just finally made it official. They're now both wearing the rings and, uh, you know, Abby listens to the podcast now. She hadn't at first. I had to, I had to, you know, take her aside, put her in a headlock, um, threaten to fart on her. I don't, I don't do stuff like that. That's, that's not the kind of person I am, but she's listening to it now. She seems to enjoy it. And she wants to join the girls and I on a nerd quest some months. So I got to figure out the logistics, you know, to make that happen because it does need to happen. Abby, you will be on a nerd quest with us one day. Not the next one. The next one's coming up really quick. But the next one after that, maybe. You're going to be nerd questing it up with us. All right, so before we get into the main topic of the show, which, as you heard, is about surviving the zombie apocalypse, I worked really hard on this episode. I put something together that's pretty special for y'all. It's a, it's a public service announcement, and it's one that I think everybody needs to listen to. But before we get into all that, I wanted to mention that I, uh, just last night, I finished volume four of Paper Girls. This is the image book, uh, that I talked about, I think back on episode two. It's, uh, it's from Image. 
And it's uh, from Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff Chang. And it's about a group of paper girls, four of them, who uh, find themselves mixed up in a war between two factions of time travelers. And I freaking love this book. I am loving the crap out of this book. And I just can't say it enough. The story and the art is just, it's just top notch. It's just some great stuff. It's a great, great, great freaking book. And I'd love to be able to talk about what's going on in this book with the story, with some level of intelligence. But honestly, I'm not even 100% sure myself what's actually going on. I just know I love it. And I'm, I can't wait to read more. I think I saw something just today that mentioned that the book was ending at some point, but it's, I think it's, it's gotten up into the hundreds. Is it, has it, has it hit a hundred issues already? That's pretty good. Now the music this week is going to be by a band called the old field victory. And they're out of Kansas city, Missouri, full disclosure. I know a couple of guys in the band. I used to play with them back in the day when I used to be a musician back in the early nineties. So, um, so before we, before we take a break and listen to a song from them and go on to the main topic of this show, I want to mention, stick around to the end because I'm, I'm re-recording the intro. This is the second time I've recorded the intro and I've already recorded the rest of the show. And I made a lot of mistakes and there are going to be a lot of bloopers at the end of this show and they're going to come at the end after the final countdown. If you stick around until the end of the theme song, the closing song, you're going to hear a lot of fun areas of me just screwing it all up. So make sure you stick around for that. Until then, here's uh, here's the old field victory, and I'll be back with some zombie talk. about the zombie apocalypse? I do. Not all the time. I'm not in a constant state of panic or always on edge just waiting for the inevitable rise of the dead and the fall of mankind. That's not that's not me. But you know, you can call me paranoid if you want, but if there's one thing in life that I'm sure of, it's that pretty soon the zombie apocalypse will be upon us. And frankly, I wouldn't feel right without giving y'all, my friends, my loyal listeners, even the slimmest chance survival. So here it is, folks. In order to be ready, to be prepared and waiting for the coming crisis, all you need to do is follow these five 
simple steps. Step number one, arm yourself. Now, zombies are hard to kill, but they're not, it's not impossible. Zombies, like Achilles, have one weak spot. Unlike Achilles, their weak spot isn't on the bottom of their foot, which good for us. It's, it's their head. Destroy the brain or remove the head and your typical zombie is going to drop like a hot plate of veal. So here's what you want to do right now, like right at this very moment. Go get a gun. Get two guns. Get a lot of guns. And frankly, and this is a God honest truth. When it comes to zombies, you can never have enough guns. Now, if you can manage it, never, ever get close to a zombie. One bite, even a nip, and you're going to turn. So while it's always going to be ideal to keep some distance between yourself and the undead, and that's where the gun comes in handy, there are going to be times where getting up close and personal is going to be your only option. So while you're out there getting guns, grab a hatchet. A hatchet is a good tool to kill a zombie quietly, and it doesn't take up a lot of space on your person. You just hang it there off your belt if you get one that comes with a handy belt scabbard. You could also do the same with a big knife, but I find the hatchet a little easier to wield. The handle, the swing, I think there's more leverage behind it. I think you're going to find that the hatchet is the best way to go. So go out and get yourself a great big bunch of guns, plenty of bullets, and a hatchet. These are going to be your zombie fighting tools. They're going to be all you need once the dead rise. Actually, now that I think about it, throw in an aluminum baseball bat while you're at it. Go ahead and get one of those. Okay, so a bunch of guns, and again, you can never have enough. I mean, heck, if you plan correctly, you could easily carry up to five handguns on you at all times. One on each hip, one under each arm, and one in the small of your back. In fact, if you've seen the movie Face Off, you could carry two in the small of your back. After that, you're just going to need a good rifle for the long shot, the faraway kill. And then maybe a sawed-off shotgun just to be safe. All right, so that's going to be six handguns, a rifle, a shotgun, a hatchet, an aluminum baseball bat, and a crap ton of bullets, and maybe a small ankle gun, just in case. Now, I'd suggest that you pick one handgun and get six of them, six of the same handgun. Don't try going for variety. You don't want to have to worry about six different types of bullets. Okay, so that's six of the same handgun, a rifle, a shotgun, the hatchet, the bat, the small ankle gun, and a big old bunch of bullets. Go get all of that now. This step right here, step number one, this has the highest priority because the dead could rise at any time. So get on out there, arm yourself and do it now. Step two, build your defenses. If you're going to survive an end of the world type of situation that is the zombie apocalypse, you're going to want a base of operations. Some place you can hole up and riot out the whole first month or so because that's when it's going to be at its worst. So once you have your guns, I want you to go out and buy some land. And I'm talking a decent-sized portion of it. Go out and buy yourself about 10 to 15 acres of land out in the middle of nowhere, preferably somewhere high up so that you can see for miles around. Once you have the land, build a 20-foot wall around it, preferably made of concrete and thick enough that you can stand on it with parapets for cover. This is going to be your second line of defense. We'll talk about the first line in a moment. You want to be able to stand on these walls and shoot down at any threats while having cover for anything that might shoot back at you. Make sure the walls are stable too. I'm talking foundations that are at least 10 to 15 feet deep. You don't want a wall to topple on you when hundreds of zombies go pushing on it because that's what they do. Now put your house right in the center of the property. 
I'd suggest that you build something with thick walls and no windows. That is unless those suckers are bulletproof. And I'm talking what they have on the White House. Next, you're going to want an underground shelter. Think of it as a bomb shelter, but for zombies. So a zombie shelter. Build it under your house. Fill it full of stuff you can live on for six months or so. This is your bolt hole. This is a place where you can hide that has only one door, only one way in. This is your last line of defense, your emergency shelter when everything else fails. And make no mistake, if you have to use your shelter, then you're pretty much out of hope. You go down there and make your mind right because you may die there. Now, once you have your house and your emergency shelter, dig two moats, one outside your walls and one around the house. The outer moat, that's going to be your first line of defense. This moat needs to be 15 to 20 feet wide and just as deep, but don't fill it with water. No, no, no. Stick a bunch of long wooden spikes at the bottom, then fill it with gasoline, but not too much. You don't, you want to make sure that those long wooden spikes stick up a good five feet or so above the gas. That way, when the zombies come, they'll fall into the moat, impale themselves on the spikes, and then flail about as you light it up with a flame and arrow. That reminds me, go back to step one, get a good bow and plenty of arrows. Now do the same with the moat around the house. You can't be careful in the end of days. Next to the house, build two sheds, one for the generator and one for storage. And then use the rest of your land to plant various fruits and vegetables, but leave some for the chickens and goats you're going to want to raise for food and milk. Step three, stock up. Now that you have your truckload of guns, your hatchet, your bat, your bow, and your heavily defensible house, you're going to need to start to stock up on things. Canned food, water, gasoline, clothing, lamp oil, batteries, a can opener or two, light bulbs, feed for the chicken and goats, books, comics, DVDs, magazines, sugar, flour, bread, Twinkies, toilet paper, and of course, lots and lots of bullets. I can't stress that enough. Once you run out of bullets, you're out. Unless you know how to make them, which you probably aren't gonna, and even if you did, you probably aren't gonna have the facilities. So lots and lots of bullets. So start now, stock up. Go to Costco or Sam's Club and buy in bulk. In fact, rent a U-Haul just for the toilet paper alone. You may be in an end-of-the-world situation without internet and Uber, but you're still gonna have to poop. I'd suggest doing it into the moat. So do yourself a favor and allow yourself the comfort of some soft two-ply for your bottom. You'll thank me later. Feel the need to
Study and learn. You have your guns, but do you know how to use them? Have you ever shot an animal, skinned it, butchered it, and then cooked it up? What do you know about raising chicken and goats? Do you know how to hotwire a car? Because you're going to need to. There's going to be a lot of cars lying around after the apocalypse, and not all of them are going to have their keys in it. A good car is going to be pretty useful. Do you know how to get gasoline from a gas station when all the power's out? Can you sew? Do you know how to grow your own fruits and vegetables? Do you know how to filter your own urine into something drinkable? Can you field strip an AK-47? Do you have any knowledge of plumbing, carpentry, electronics, or automobile maintenance? These are just a few of the many skills you're going to need to survive in a world following the zombie apocalypse. Learn these skills now while you still have the time. Start spending time at the library. Crack a book. Use the internet while we still have it. Make friends with others who already have some of these skills and learn from them. I don't care how you do it, but steps one and two and three are all going to be pretty useless without this knowledge. Step number five, get in shape. Join a gym, pump iron, run marathons, go rock climbing, swim laps in the community pool. Heck, just go walk for 20 minutes a day. Get in shape. The out of shape will not survive. Those who are out of shape will be the first to be eaten. Mark my words. If you're already in shape, good. Now you just have to maintain. If you aren't in shape, do something. Honestly, I'd suggest Tai Bo. Not only are you getting yourself in shape, you'll be learning how to kick a zombie in the face. Tai Bo is the way to go, folks. Stop drinking, stop smoking, stop all that stuff. You may have to run all day to stay ahead of a passel of zombies. You won't be able to do that if you smoke two packs a day. And start now. Don't go counting on the apocalypse to whip you into shape. That's not how it works. Get in shape. Stay in shape. And you'll be one step closer to staying alive. Now, full disclosure, I've not done any of these steps myself. I don't own any guns or a hatchet. I do have a bat, but I'm too out of shape to swing it more than twice, you know, without getting a little winded. When it comes to Stocking up, you know, I can barely even afford to keep us going from paycheck to paycheck, much less stocking our freaking basement full of toilet paper. And if I can't do that, how am I going to afford a house and land and a a freaking moat? How's that going to happen? And when it comes to the knowledge, not the smartest tree in the field. Are there trees in fields? I don't know. See, I'm stupid. But hey, this isn't about me. It's about helping you. It's too late for me. It's not too late for you. All right, sure. It's not too late for me either. I mean, I could I could try some of this stuff, but come on, get in shape. That's a lot of work. Seriously, you want me to give up cheesecake and eat little powdered donuts at three in the morning? Are you freaking crazy? What's wrong with you? Not going to happen. I'm resigned to the fact that I'm not going to make it past the first hour of the apocalypse. I'm fine with that. I made that choice long ago. Cheesecake or survive? I'll take cheesecake any day of the week, twice on Sundays. I mean, really, who really wants to live during the zombie apocalypse? That's not going to be fun. 
Living in a world where you're outnumbered by monsters who want to eat you. Wow, that's going to suck. So yeah, this list is not for me, okay? This list is for you. It's too late for me. Okay, it's not too late for me, but I'm not willing to put in the work. I don't have the stamina. I don't have the will. I'm ready to die, okay? When the zombies come, I'm ready to lay down and die. But for you, it's not too late. Do it for me. Survive for me. Survive for me. And when you're out there killing zombies and you take that hatchet that I told you to get and you crack open a zombie skull, well, you just tell that zombie that was for Steven. Do it for me. Survive for me. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking a lot. I just want you to go out there and buy a bunch of guns and learn how to use them and build a freaking castle in the middle of nowhere with a gasoline-filled spiky moat with a giant wall around it. I don't know why you're giving me all this grief. Just do it. Whatever. Just do what you're going to do. I can't talk you into doing anything that you don't want to do. Whatever. I'm done talking about this. listening to the Stephen or else podcast uh, you can email your questions and comments to Stephen or else at gmail.com or you can leave a comment to the episode on the site that's Stephen or else.com and you know what if you feel inclined to throw a little support my way you can be my patron for as little as a dollar a month over at patreon.com slash Stephen R or and if you do you're going to get instant and exclusive access to my other podcast both old and new episodes And here's the thing. If you do want to support the show, but you can't afford to throw any money my way, I get it. I'm in the same boat when it comes to finances. But I've got a way that you too can show your support and it won't cost you a cent. Just get on out there on social media and talk about the show. That's it. Just talk about the show. Word of mouth and all that. You go out there and do that. 
Well, that would be that would be pretty dang awesome. And it would also go a long way into getting the show discovered by others. So if you want to support me, you're sitting there, you're listening to the show, and you're like, dang it, Stephen, every week you say, hey, you want to support the show? Give me money. Well, I want to support the show, but I can't give you any money. What am I supposed to do? Well, here's your answer. Get out there on social media. Because here's the thing. I'm on Twitter, and that's it. I don't do Facebook. I don't do Instagram. I don't do Pinterest and all that other. I don't even know what else is out there because I'm old and I'm tired and I don't have a lot of time. So that's why I need you to go out there and spread the word. The Stephen or Else podcast. We got where it's at. That's not a really good line, is it? We got where it's at. Maybe that can be. That's the new tagline. The Stephen or Else podcast. We got where it's at. The theme song for this episode is Worship by Trinity X. You can find it and more songs from the band at atomiczombierecords.bandcamp.com. I know I got it wrong last week. The rest of the music in this episode comes from The Old Field Victory. You can find them online at theoldfieldvictory.bandcamp.com. And of course, all those links will be in the show notes for you, my listeners, because I love you. You're awesome. So that's it then. That's the show. That's all you're getting from me. It's time for me to say goodbye. That is at least until next week. So until then, I'm Steven, and this has been my podcast. Stay alive. I'm your host. They call me Steven. So hey, peas, peas, peas and carrots. There are a bunch of vehicles driving by. They're pretty loud and they're making me mad and I'm not going to focus on it. Just going to sing a song, make it go by so fast. Bip bitty bop bop boop 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 truck 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 going so fast making me mad bab 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 I can't even sing I totally can't improvise with the singing I would be terrible doing a rap battle because I can't come up with stuff off the top of my head That truck is so loud It's so loud it makes me wanna pinch my feet with a pair of rusted pliers Good Lord, there's another freaking loud car. Somebody's coming out right now to get into the car next to me. So I'm going to stop doing the podcast because they're going to look at me like there's something wrong with me. And I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen at all. Nope. Okay, just act casual. Just act casual. They're still there in the car next to me. They're not looking at me. Don't look at them. Don't look at them. Just chill. Just chill, man. Just chill. It's cool. It's cool. They're still there. They're still there. Take a quick glance. Okay, he's lighting a cigarette. He's got his window down. I don't know why he's got his window down. It's below freezing, but you know, I guess when you smoke, you have to do that. I did when I smoked. Don't smoke anymore. All right, he's still there. He's still there. All right, it's okay. We'll get through this. We're going to get through this. Just pretend like you're talking to somebody on your phone. Just do that. That's all you're doing. Just talking to somebody on your phone. He gets that. He's got a phone. He's still over there. Why is he still over there? What is he doing? Doesn't he want to go home? His shift is over. Ah, please don't tell me he's just sitting in his car for break. Please don't tell me that. That would kill me. Come on, buddy. You started your car up. Go on. Get on out of here. All right. I guess I'm just going to have to do this. Just going to have to do it. There's another car being loud driving by while I'm trying to talk. 
it keeps being loud. Okay, so before we get into the main topic of the show, which is, as I said, surviving the zombie apocalypse, you know, and it, you know, I, I put something pretty special for you. I, and, you know, of course, maybe a sawed off shotgun just to be case. If you're going to survive an end of the world type situation that is the zombie apocalypse, you're going to want to have to blub some to move. Once you have the land, build a 20 foot fall fart head. Once you have the land, once you have, once you have the land, build a 20 foot fall around your emergencies. Your emergency. This is your last line of defense. Your emergency shelter. Man, I can't talk. The moat, the moat, the moat. Waka, waka, waka. Stop. Plop. Plip, plop, ploop. So do yourself a favor and allow yourself the comfort of some soft. That was the poop sound. What about them geese that are flying overhead? You know anything about them? I can't afford to buy much of anything other than what, you know. And I don't know much about anything. That doesn't sound very good. Big truck driving by, driving me crazy. Here comes a bus and it's driving by, getting pretty loud. It's a bus. Riding on the bus. Riding on the bus. Keep it going, bus. You're really loud. Still loud, driving me crazy. I just want you to go out there and buy a bunch of guns and learn how to use them and build a freaking castle in the middle of nowhere with gasoline-filled spiky moat with a giant wall around it. I don't know why you're giving me all this grief. Just... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.